Did you start it? Mm-hmm. It's already going? Rolling. It's already going. Fuck. Well, this will be an interesting one. We have uh, six people in a four by six room. Not not that small, but. And we're naked. <laughs> we got Jay, Kyle, Ben, myself, Smet, and Zills. Hell yeah, buddy. We're about to let this one roll. See how deep we go on this. Oh, boy. Hey, I'm ready. Big Kyle? Yeah. Start us off with a prayer, please. <laughs> serious. Put your mouth on the microphone and give us a prayer. Come on. We won't use that. We'll do it. No. Come on. We're waiting. All right, all right. Everybody close your eyes. Hold your hands. Don't make it too long. I mean, we love the guy, but... <laughs> Heavenly Father, we ask that you uh, guide us through this podcast, help us our discussion be sincere. Somewhat clean. Yes, clean. Help uh, clear our minds on any uh, topics. And uh, most importantly, have fun. I like it. Amen. 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 Sorry, I was just picking on you about smelling out of the vent fan on people's roofs. Hold on, hold on. There, that was not. You're sucking on people's vents? No, definitely not. No, the owner told us. I'll tell the host. The owner said he was cooking dinner or whatever because he was having a cookout because. We uh we did we did his roof or whatever and he's all thankful you know we got to stay for food, well, all of a sudden Kyle's over by this pipe and he's leaning over it and taking whiffs and kind of looking at us and you were so and, full of crap. and I he started asking Ben questions about what it was. I got a feeling that pipe was full of crap. That's why you were over there <laughs> sniffing it. No, here's what happened. We're up on this roof. Into the mic. Into the mic. And you I can mean, pull it. A, you can pull it towards you if you want. I mean, if we eat some Mexican food, if you want an olfactory delight, we can give you one. <laughs> it's a freaking warm day out, and we're tearing off, and also I'm like, what the hell's that smell? <laughs> Ben's just sitting there, he's like, he just starts fucking laughing. Shut I'd... the door. Put your chair against it. Yeah, it doesn't close all the way. I gotta, I gotta do something to it. All right, sorry. Now, now you can move your. Now move your turn. You can. It, the whole thing will turn. There you go. Now you can pull the arm out if you want. No, no. Pull, like. Oh Jesus, Kyle! I remember my first day. There. We go. Oh yeah. You gotta get right can, up in the can, mic. You like can move it however you want. All right. Go ahead all and right. deep that fucking deep throat that. <laughs> Just the tip. All right. Go ahead, buddy. Tell the story your way. Since it's your story, no, no, we'll tell no, no, it the way no. you want. I... Let's just acknowledge you were trying to take bong rips out of a shit I bite. was not taking bong rips <laughs> out of a shit bite. It's not what the homeowner said. He saw you taking full longfuls. No. Anyways, we we if those of you who have like don't know us too well, we generally rip on Kyle a lot out of you know, you probably but we love him. We still you know, love him. Yeah, just he pretty take, much the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Take Shaquille, make him white with afro, with an afro, and and make it fucking fire red. And you got our best friend Kyle. I don't know if we have a video when you were on. 
Yeah, I was flexing the tricep yeah. oh, yeah, one yeah. time, but oh. it didn't upload. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, it uploaded. No, it never. I don't know if it did. Oh, it uploaded. Uh, if you, right by, right above that candle with your right hand, feel behind the flag, I put a little, like, screw bracket, you know. You see that back there, Sills? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that for? You can put your phone on there record the room. Oh. Oh. I thought you just tried to, like. No. I was, like. Fucked up. Yeah. Well, actually, I put it there so you can see the TV in case we play UFC and we fight each other. We can show the TV that we're. Kyle, if you you said you were flexing the tries, you could make a TV show. No. Buys and tries. It's all about triceps and being bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not bisexual. Have you ever thought of that, Kyle? No. Why not? What do you think the, like, weirdest part about being gay would be? Well, uh, for for being married or like just the the interaction kind of stuff, you know, all above. Like, I don't want nothing to do with anything of the same sex. I That's think, just I think the fisting weird. would be the worst. The fisting would be. Who is that? Oh Jesus H! Who was it? Who oh. <laughs> was it? Oh, cheese and rice. When did like? What do you think that's the hardest part about coming out? I mean, you're going through this. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Kyle you... is a deeply, deeply co- closeted gay man. <laughs> I am not gay. See, he's deeply closeted. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys know you know how I am when I go out. Very... Why, what, what happened? I mean, you were in. What do you, you were in? What do you, you mean? Nowhere. Tell me the best story you've had going out. Your best success story. What's going on? Yeah, what's that noise? Aliens. I feel like I'm in an old '80s video game. Yeah, it sounds like Mario Kart or something. Pac-Man. I think it's aliens. They're trying to communicate. Are they? What is your? Uh, Get my tinfoil hat ASAP. What's your uh, best story going out? Your most. What's your? What's your most fun going out story? There we go. We'll go. We'll little circle of death action. Well, I've had I've had quite a few uh, good stories when we go out, but I'd say a pretty good one was uh, the trip to Nebraska. There was a, a good good experience out there. Why? You got? I mean, you can't not tell. You don't have to give full depth details, but you got to tell us why the story was good. So everybody else who's next be thinking about what your story is. Been ashing it in the candle. All right, so we're uh, going on out to a bar for some dinner, and uh, so we connected with the bartender pretty good that night. Uh, we ended up going a few doors down and uh, walk on in and kind of scoping the the club on out and. Uh, Long story short, by the end of the night, we had uh, tagged a cougar. <laughs> we got in the truck and Kyle was like, well, boys, I got one less cougar tag on the year, or I stamped my cougar tag for the year. I smell like dirty whore. <laughs> Dude, that, that place was kind of bad. It was, now we don't know where we left off, though. Kyle stamped his cougar tag. Remember? I remember. Yeah. Alright. You you already started it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. 
Ben, what's yours? Into a mic. I don't know. I had a lot of them, but uh, my favorite one was probably my bachelor party. There was someone in this room that kind of dumped a whole week's paycheck. Also at a strip club. And just the whole atmosphere with all the friends from my bachelor party. I guess that'd probably be my favorite night out. That's really what I'm looking forward to. My bachelor party. I feel like that just like... You ain't gonna remember yours. I, I want to. When, when is your wedding date? Anyway. Don't have one yet. No? Okay then. Yeah. I don't know. I I would. Is she going on her bachelor party next week? Pretty soon. Isn't that why she's going to Mexico? No, she's going for work. Work oh. party. She's going to Mexico. Well, not work. work party, but just her and Bethany or whatever. It's like a. It's like a vaca. It's like a va- It's a vacation. Paid for from work that. It was some like. They were gonna go somewhere else, but then you have to get the you get to get the jab, and they weren't they're not doing that, so they're going to Mexico instead. Yeah. Why didn't they get the jab, dude? Oh, you know. Don't I, even, I don't. I don't. Yeah, don't even play dumb over there. Shed shed some light on uh, the situation, please. Nope, I gotta go to the story. We gotta, Jake. You guys gotta get share a story too here. Okay. Okay. What's yours? What's yours? I'll get. I'll get there. Mine? Um, the one that really sticks in my craw is the night we went to Country USA and I ended up getting an underage. That was that one really stuck with me. That one was probably one of the best nights I think I've ever had. The one where you don't re- like Oh, I remember up until I passed out and I remember bits and pieces after I woke back up. That was the one time I went to Country USA. When he did that? When you passed out on the fence. Because you yes. absolutely hated country music at that I, time. I still don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, True. I'm not I'm not paying for a ticket. Yeah. And you're like... Didn't you walk right... I in? walked right past security, like past the gate, <laughs> through like the, between the porta-potties and just walked in. Yeah. Just I, like I did at the bar. <laughs> walk right in. Better check these two. He walks right past them. Yeah. Anyways... Yeah. That yeah, was, that, that was that same night. That was, that, was, that was a good night. I was crossed as all get out. And I remember being in one of the side tents, uh, everybody around me just having the time of my fucking life. Oh, my bad. No, you, um, and next thing I know, uh, Blondie is grabbing my hand, and she's like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, okay, where are we going? She's like, well, we're going to the main show. And I just kind of stood there dumbfounded. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Like, we're, we're at it. We're right here. <laughs> it was lit in that you tent. Know? And all of a sudden, I pull out my phone and I look, and it's like 1030. And I'm like, no way. I'm not going to make it through the night. No. Next thing you know, I'm already, uh, you know, I'm already pretty far gone. Run into a guy with some of the devil's levitus, some of the giggle bush, and took a few hits off of that. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, I didn't even make it to the main show. We were standing there, and I just I couldn't stand up, couldn't stay awake any longer. That, yet, yeah, that's from that I, video of you laying on that fence. Yes, yeah. I I don't I got don't, girls I, shaking their booties right in your face. Yes, and, and I woke up and I was covered in um, those little those breakable light strips or whatever around my neck, around my wrist. All over, yeah. I, I don't know. So they, 
you do you remember like when they took you in yes uh when i finally came to uh was when i was sitting or more or less propped up against the side by side and all of a sudden when my brain came back online all of a sudden i just see six uh police officers standing in front of me and i remember they told me to empty my pockets and i just pulled out everything i had and i could hear a couple of officers laughing uh behind the guy talking to me and all i hear is jesus christ this kid's got the deepest pockets i've ever seen dude i had everything phone keys i had a a big box mod vape batteries juice i mean i had everything you always have a shitload of stuff in your pocket yes yes wallet everything but uh the one good thing was is that uh that was or i actually had a second uh over 21 bracelet stuffed in my sock uh, in case somebody else needed one they didn't find it though so you use it again the next day yes yes <laughs> i did yeah um how old were you I think I was 20. Yeah. I was, yeah. Just I was, shy. Yeah, I yeah, that was the year. I was like uh, a month and a half away from being 21. But That's yeah. your only underage? Yep. I never yep. got an underage nope. ever. Never, never got one. All all the dumb shit we did never got an underage. But I do remember somehow when I was emptying my pockets, I undid my belt and I was so screwed up, I I couldn't get it back together and I could just hear him laughing. <laughs> And next thing you know, they were like, they gave me all my stuff. Or no, they didn't give me my stuff back. But they put me in the back of the side my side. They drove me to the drunk tank. I sat in there, you know, and I just put my head in my hands. And I was laying there, and they were filling out their paperwork. And then one of the officers came in, and he's like, hey, you know, one of your buddies is sober. He's going to take you yeah, home. Yeah, Greitin, right? It was. And uh, Saved you. He said that, and then he went back in to keep doing my paperwork. And I was Did so... You- hammered that i couldn't even stand up and i could feel that i was going to i was going to puke and uh i could see a trash bin about four or five feet away from me and i made no effort to get it and i just yacked right in the drunk tank i mean they had the door open they were only like 15 feet away from me and i'm just i mean just blowing chunks right onto the floor i can't believe they didn't get you like a garb like when you were that messed up. That no, they... no. And then one of the ladies that was filling out my paperwork ran in and handed me the bucket. And I just told her I was done puking. <laughs> don't worry. I'm yeah. done. And then, uh, I don't know, they just kind of smirked and then uh, handed me my paperwork and let me on my way. That's like the most underages like, in the state when they, like, they write more underages at CUSA than they basically do in a whole year of like busting oh, I don't people doubt that. for underages. I did hear somebody they always tell have me, articles about how many underages they give out there. I believe it. I did hear somebody. I don't know if it's true or not, but I did hear somebody tell me that um, had I not had a sober friend to take me home, they were going to send me to the hospital to get my stomach pumped. I did. I blew into a, a breathalyzer, and I wish I would have seen what it was. Because I guarantee you it was, uh, I don't know, I bet you I was close to a coma. I It had to be like a point three, point four. i I've seen you blow like point twos on the regular. Oh, yeah. I have, yeah. I've blown point twos, point two and a half before we even go out to the bars. I mean, that was just pre-gaming. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I don't know. I wish I wish I could Who has that? Who, Greitin has that, I think. He has like an actual, like, legitimate breathalyzer that... Like, like, calibrates, resets. Like, we tested it out. Yeah. Like, it's like actual police grade. Yeah, we we all 
we all tested it didn't have any drinks or whatever we did like a like within 10 minutes like say all of us tested it out got our numbers went back around everybody had the same numbers and then we did it again went out or like before we went out for like an hour or two we were at pre-gaming for that was adam's bachelor party and then we checked him again and like everybody's was like increased but it was like not absurd you know where it was out, like out of hand it was really interesting to see and then the, the next morning people were still freaking blowing them which oh yeah it's we not woke up the next like, morning and people were still blowing like point one something so it's even like, after we slept it off for six eight ten hours yeah so think of that you can't even drive when you wake up no so think how many times you probably left the party like the next day <laughs> i can look at kyle over here like <laughs> well, sometimes sometimes it's a fine line you don't even know if you're really hung over or still drunk i yeah. mean it, it's Especially if you wake up early. Yeah, that's why it was interesting to see that when people are still blowing in the morning. It's like, oh, that feeling of, uh, oh, I'm just hungover. It's like, maybe not. Maybe you're still uh, intoxicated. Jay, what, I don't know what, mine's probably going to be, John's bachelor party was one of the most, like, wild times going out because it was two consecutive days of mm -hmm. just absurd 20 year old kids that we had all just turned 21 yeah it was just nuts where it was non-stop like maybe at five or six hours of downtime and after that it was and that was the saturday morning but after that it was just go 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 again yeah. bachelor parties are always a good like when you're spring younger. fling was always fun too though yeah i was gonna I can't really remember full, like, start to finish events to, like, bring back a night specifically that I could point yeah. out that I have this another was one that the I think best ties. night. I think that night I came down there, I don't know if it was freshman year or sophomore year. Sophomore year. Yes, I came down there. That was a pretty good night, when too. When they broke into your... When they broke I your, think it was the same weekend. Yeah, Wasn't it? when they you broke lost it, your phone and shit. Right when yes, you, right yes, when you and got down there, we had to there. go back to the freshman dorm that was like six miles away. Which Five I don't miles even, away. I don't know how I left. <clears> I don't <throat> even know how I ended up there. I left my phone and we my, all went there. Remember, vape, we were drawing yeah. on like the whiteboards and shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, we all yeah. went there. Yeah, we all went there. Yeah, and I left my phone. I had just gotten that phone too. I think I had gotten like earlier that week. That fucking thing wasn't more than a phone few days old. In a desk. Like, yeah. you walk in the building, and there's, like, it's, like, almost like a reception desk area. And I remember Zill sitting at it, and I'm like, I bet that fucker put it in the desk. Sure shit started shuffling through drawers right in the desk. It's like, yeah. what were you thinking? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was shwasted. <laughs> yeah, I lost I lost just about everything then, except my wallet. You I, think I, I think I lost my card, too, because Corey took it. Your card? Yeah. He's probably he asked me. A tab he he did. That. Do you remember? I woke up and I had about two dozen oh, yeah. receipts that I pulled out of my pocket that were for like 15, 20 bucks each. I remember you had one, I think it was you, like 70 bucks worth of cherry bombs. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I gave Corey my card and I was pretty drunk and I, I never thought about it after That's that. And all good. of a sudden I found them like an hour and a half, two hours later and I have no idea how much money he racked and, up. Hey, on at least when you card. spent a couple hundred bucks, you got something out of it, right, Jake? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> have you gone to Spring Fling ever? Yeah, I went down there. Uh, on Spring Fling weekend? Yeah. What, what year? 
junior year. Actually, no, I think it was something to do in the fall because homecoming. Yeah, yeah. You came down for homecoming. Yeah, homecoming weekend and spring fling weekend were my two favorite weekends. Like the whole out of college, those were the best weekends to look forward to. Just madhouse. I do remember. I think it was homecoming because it was colder, and we had come down there early in the morning. And I remember we were at this little house party, maybe twenty people there. Didn't know them. You might have known them. I think you had to have because we were there. Maybe you didn't. I don't even know. But I do remember we, me, you, and Bobby, uh, hit that one hitter in the bush because we didn't want anybody else at the party to see it. That was spring playing. Was it? Yeah. And uh, me and Bobby were like the tallest ones at this party. And we're like looking around, you know, just stone to the bone. And I'm like, dude, Bobby, like it is. Like, it feels like it's like 11 o'clock at night right now. It was kind of overcast, you know, it wasn't, the yeah, sun wasn't shining. Out. All of a sudden, Bobby's like, really? Like, it feels like it's like 3 in the morning. And I'm like, what, what the hell, dude? Like, you're more stoned than me. I pull out my phone. It was like quarter after 1 in the afternoon. I'm like, dude, we got a long <laughs> night ahead of us. This is going to suck. He reminds me of Satsparosi. Mm-hmm. That beard. Yeah. They're like the, like the bigger rosy cheeks. I liked it. I liked <laughs> yeah. it better when he had his mustache shaved off. Looked like Jebediah. <coughs> What's your? You should dye that shit once. I ain't dying. Your whole head hair. black. No. You look like Hando. Oh yeah. Hando's oh, got me. tanner skin than than Ernie. Well, of course I'm a ginger. All I do is burn. Well, I understand that, but still. Are you warm right now? No. <laughs> you right oh, I was going to say, I'll open the window more, but everybody yeah, you good? Look warm. I'm, I'm comfortable right now. I'm good. Rolling to the backwoods. How about that song you sent me? What, is that, were you just on a vibe today? You were just on a vibe. You were just Why? sending me random shit. Was like, I? You text, you changed our freaking group chat to <laughs> a bunch of cuckolds. It's yeah. a hell of a title. What did he do? He changed our. Mine, Levin, and John in, are in a group chat, and I think I had it as AAR, mm-hmm. and Jason changed it to like four cuckolds or something like that. Four woke cucks. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what? That's what you named it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some four woke cucks. <laughs> somebody must have said something at work, and Jay was just on this like caffeine buzz. <laughs> I get bored sometimes. <laughs> What else? What else was it? Oh, yeah, you sent me that country song. I didn't. Uh, take it was it. some Hank Williams uh, Jr. song about uh, something. I don't remember. It just came on my like if you, Spotify. Uh, if you don't respect America or something, or mm-hmm. take it. If you take a knee, get the hell out. Or... Yeah, something is along those lines. Yeah. If you don't love America, you can get out. Yeah, that's what it was basically. <laughs> it's a good song. This roof, this room's gonna be like yellow after all the cigar smoke. That's right. Coat of paint will fix that. No, Piss no yellow problem. door. We gotta get a little vent fan in here. It's gonna smell like stogies. At least the flag won't turn yellow. Jay, what's your story? Story for what? Story time. My furnace broke this week. That was fun. That's not a going out story. Oh. Yeah, we'll change. That's all right. We can. We can go with that. Well, I, I said my going out story. It was either yeah. going to be Spring Fling or John's bachelor, bachelor party. party. 
Smitty, you got one? You're the last one. Last straw in the stack here. I probably got a better one, but the one that really... What's, no, no, no. What's the best one? The best... I don't fucking know. I don't really know that I can remember. The one that really sticks to my head is when me and you got on that fucking school bus. <laughs> the coach bus? Yeah. Back in high school. When me and you fucking... I think it was after a basketball game. Me and you went to McDonald's. And there was that band bus there. And we got on it, acting like our bus fucking left us. <laughs> was, and then we got out. Yeah, then we got out and got in my car and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> Chaperones were like, what the hell just Started happened? Like freaking out on the bus. <laughs> I wish I could were fake. They, were they going to give you guys a ride? Oh, they were so, dude, they were paranoid. They are like, they left you here? Like, just freaking out like do we have to call somebody we need to call somebody they're like looking at each other like what do we do and then we just like no no we'll find out and we just got off walked right to our truck drove off i hope you made sure they saw you do it oh yeah they were standing right there like like yeah. 20 yards away couldn't have, couldn't have missed it i wish i could remember more stories like that because i know we did so many dumb little things like that that it's just it's just stupid funny like and it's like, you just have to like, yeah, okay, yeah. so, you know, did you see my Snapchat today? Yeah. So, <laughs> me and me and Ben, we were, we thought we were like about to be done with the day. It was like 2.15, 2.30, and Pat wanted us to go pick up some windows or whatever from FDL, and we were in, in Wapan, so then we're, we started heading towards Fond du Lac, and we're like, I wonder what Jake's doing. So then we're like, we should call him, see if he wants to just come along and ride with us. We're like, I don't know if he's going to just go for that. So we're like, we'll tell him we're going to go do the job. So we, we call, I call him up. We're like, yeah, you want to come with us? We got a job to do. He's like, what? Like, what What do I need? And like, uh, you shouldn't really need anything or whatever. Just like, bring your gym bag. We'll, we'll go to the gym after, blah, blah, blah. And then we hang up and me and Ben were like, like talking to each other. Oh, we should have messed with them more than that. Ben's like, you should have told him to get his... His uh, bibs on, his <laughs> I, all his ice fishing stuff on. Tell him to bundle up. We're going to be outside. So I called him back. I'm like, hey, you should probably bring your bibs. Like, it's going to get kind of chilly out. And he's like, oh, what else? Should, like, what are we going to be doing? How warm do I need to dress here? And I'm like, ah, a couple of sweatshirts is usually good. Like, do I need my jacket and stuff? I'm like, no, just bring your bibs. Like we'll be to the driveway in a couple of minutes or whatever. Just yeah, meet, us the, meet us at the meet us at the end of the <laughs> meet us at the end of the driveway. Don't even pull in my driveway. Make me walk down the end of the driveway. We start pulling up, and I'm like, "Oh, there he is! He's walking out of the, <laughs> down the driveway." And Ben's like, "Oh, come on, kids, get on the bus!" Like it felt like we were picking him up for school. We pick him up, start driving to Fond du Lac. He's like, "So what are we doing?" We're like, "Oh, we got to get some windows and put some windows in or whatever." We get there, pick up the windows, start driving right back home. He's like, is this it? <laughs> yeah, this is it. We're going home. <laughs> you assholes. Oh, yeah. Get, he's in the, there's only two seats. There's a, <laughs> and then there's this like metal box that you just sit on with a little hunting cushion. And then Jake's like sitting on this thing like way up in the middle in this box, man. <laughs> and he's like, sad thing is. You fuckers could call me tomorrow. I'd probably come in, get in again. <laughs> <laughs> I like stuff know. like that. I wish you could just like, uh -huh. if you just vlogged all that stuff from 
I don't know, 2012 on, or like mm. high school on. I can't think of any good ones. That's why I'm glad Snapchat has the memory thing. Because there's so many things on there, just a 10 second clip that you could look at, and you're like, oh, I remember that, or just a picture. Do you think, uh, looking at, you know how, like, so like Levin and Marissa's wedding video? You're able to, like, look back at that and, like, have that. Mem- a lot of times people had, like, maybe, like, a, a VCR recording or whatever of their wedding way back. But it was never, like, the whole, like, very rarely you had, like, everything put together in a storyline where you're able to just look back at it and remember that whole night because it's just, it's all there. I think that'll be something really cool to see in like twenty years from now. We're we're able to it more stuff's documented, I think, than compared to like years past. Like it was you can look back at like family videos and stuff like somebody's dad or grandpa always had a video camera or it's like things like that. Did you ever have that? Like my dad always would have the, the camcorder going. Like he was always recording things. Like, you have to go back through and just see, like, oh, we were sledding that day, or we were doing, like, but it's not a story reel, like, people are able to to do now, like, videographers. Mm. Yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. We have more documentation, but if we ever lose, like, the power grid, we will be fucked. For communication purposes and stuff? Or, like, cloud and all that? We're like getting it. that feedback again. I don't know what the yeah. heck it's from. I don't know. Wiggle. I don't know if you got to wiggle that or if it'll go away. I don't know why the hell it keeps doing that. No, but, like, if... If, like, we get wiped out, there'll be no remembrance that we were ever here. Like, you can look back at, like... Like, uh, ancient Egypt and stuff. Oh, okay. And that kind of stuff where they were, like writing on the walls and like stories on the in w- stone yeah. and shit yeah like if we would get wiped out as a civilization in like a thousand years nobody would ever remember we were here because everything's on phones so once like the power grid's wiped out and these things sit in the ground you'll never be able to like recover them yeah but i feel like there's like hard like hard drives of data and like if you look at Egypt and stuff, you're able to look at the runes of things and kind of build the society. Yeah, of but like think what if we was. have another ice age. If we have another ice age where half the country is buried in two miles of ice, a hard drive's not going to survive that. Like that would, even if you found it, it, you could never get data off of it anymore. Like everything would just be wiped out, and everything's made out of metal. It would just decompose in the ground, like all the buildings. Nothing's built, like, out of, like, stone, like, pyramids that could, like, I feel like withstand. Well, how long does stone, like, I don't know. I don't know the science behind all that. Even that, like, I don't know. So, like, yeah, you can look at it. It's more documented with what we have, but if we ever lose... Lose all of this. Lose this, then you have... It's hard to find the Then you have literally nothing. Yeah. There's no, like, physical... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get you. Especially with Web 3.0 type shit, too. Yeah, then when you really start losing physical things. Or even if, like, we lose our power grid somehow, like, you have no, you'd be back to, like, trading things. You don't have, like, a physical form of currency besides trading things. Everything's, like, on a card. So if you lose that, 
somehow. Like, I gotcha. I don't know. I'm. That's kind of like. It'd be good to start storing up like metals and liquor and you know things that. Seriously, that's what they. No, like, I, that's I, a hot commodity. They're making agree. like a liquor bottle NFT now. Really? A uh, cognac, maybe. So you own the NFT, you get special liquor bottle releases, or it was like a liquor bottle NFT, and I think somehow if you're an NFT holder, you get like an access to that bottle. Yeah. But they're like really rare bottles yeah. of liquor yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. So you know, the only thing I would want from that is the bottle of liquor, simply because you have something. To yeah, but it, you can't get the bottle of liquor unless you I had know, that, or trade thing. through somebody else. But that, I mean, it's a. I think in a way, people will use that to build capital towards like their brand and stuff. You know, release things like that where it's like, basically, it's like a stock, right? Like you own this. In the future, we're promising this, or we're hoping for this. Like that's yeah. your return. I just like the fact that. <clears throat> 60 years from now, you can have that liquor well, yeah. bottle and be like, I have something that rare is yeah, limited edition that nobody else can have. Do you like collectible type things? Do you collect anything? World War II stuff, right? Yeah, I, I, I love all that kind of stuff. Do you have like a collection or are you just starting a collection? Or? I just started. I went yeah. to a gun show a few weeks ago and it may sound bad, but I bought some uh, Nazi memorabilia. I think we talked about it on yeah. the last mm-hmm. time I was on here. Is that all you have then? Is yeah. You just started I, that? Yeah. You should keep doing that. That's sweet. I'd like to keep more, but again, I mean, even from then until now, yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff I think the government has under wraps, and I think a lot of that stuff is extremely collectible, but I mean, had they been in the age that we are now, none of that stuff would have been around, you know? I almost bought a Nazi. It was a Nazi coin. Because they had, like, their own currency that they were using. Sure. I almost bought it. It was, like, a quarter or something. I was going to buy it for, like, 20 bucks just to have it. That's what they were going for on eBay. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll buy it for 20 bucks. Yeah, hell yeah. But I didn't. I mean, I like it just because it's a piece of history that can never be taken away from you, know, unless it's stolen or lost. But Mike kind of does that, too. Like, he'll just... I have a what, World War II helmet. See what things are, like, going for. Really? And then, mm-hmm. I'd like An to American get a helmet, one. but... Everything that I found at the gun show, I found a few just regular run-of-the-mill helmets, and I found a couple SS helmets, but I think the cheapest one was like 500 bucks. Yeah, the Nazi ones? Yeah, Yeah. and it was, that was too rich for my blood at this point. Think about that, how, like, it's not that old in the retrospect of how, like, old human civilization is, but, like, just how far back it is from our current age yeah there isn't really any world war ii survivors like around anymore yeah it's very very rare that one guy that was on jocko's podcast that has this book out did you listen to that i heard it he's pretty good he uh he's like 101 or something but he had some crazy cool stories and you gotta think too i mean god forbid our country ever gets to that point but i mean a lot of that stuff, I think, was destroyed by the German government. I mean, they tried to... Yeah, they tried to destroy that. Yeah, concept. because just, they didn't... I just mean, like you I typically came, would, and sorry, I'm interrupting you. Yeah, go ahead. Well, like I was going to say, um, I, I know I, that there was a piece of technology they had. It was almost like a typewriter back in the day, but it used a certain code that they had, and they actually went way out of their way to actually destroy that because they didn't want anybody, anybody to find it for the rest of the time. And I think... 
there has been a couple found at like uh, in the ocean somewhere. Like type, it, yeah. yeah. And they bring it up, and I mean, it looks like a typewriter, but yeah. it, it had like you know they use it for like encrypted messages it, and almost like their Morse code or something like that. It's crazy, like the technology that <clears throat> isn't released to the public, like drones and stuff. How long the military was using that before mm-hmm. we could begin using drones, like oh, cell yeah. phones, that kind of stuff. Think of the technology that they have right now that we're not going to see for 10, 15 years. And then all of a sudden it's going to be, they, I've, in a way, I think it's a safety thing too. Like how the public, like how to bring it into the public so that they're using it safely. Or that's also why I think like why certain companies like Facebook or like they narrow them down and only a select few companies have like, like Apple and stuff because there's so much that can go on with the use of phones and like, they're the government in a way is trying to control those bigger companies too so that they can only release certain things because i think if we i like like uh making a motor run on water type shit where they don't want everybody to be able to do that because there's people that have their hands in different pockets of different like so i think I think you get what I'm going with. Like, I think you know, they, I think yeah, they no, do yeah, it for yeah. a couple different reasons. I think they withhold some of that stuff because, for one, there's money to be made, so they yeah. don't want too many people to get that because they obviously want the money. And then two, I think a lot of times they withhold a lot of that stuff because I think they realize how smart people are, and if they just release that to the public, and with enough time that passes, people will find out ways to hack it or use yeah, it for yeah. something very against bad. them against maybe our yes, like, yeah yes yeah. Exactly. that's what i'm saying or, like, or, or even overseas you know i mean for as smart as people are there's an equal amount of dumb ones you know oh, yeah that just will will blurt something out or say something that could be used against them you <laughs> have, know what i mean have you i didn't think people were like i've heard this uh different like from a different few different people but i didn't realize how stupid people were to tell this whole pandemic stuff Oh, absolutely. Like how easy people are manipulated, how they just believe everything. They don't understand research and anything. Like it's whatever, like somebody tells them or they see online. That's true. Like look on Facebook. There's so many things that go around where like people are like, besides the fact checking thing, even if that doesn't, that's been a scam in itself, the whole fact checking bullshit. But like something will come up on Facebook and people won't take a split second to even consider like, that there's All a different right. possibility. Yeah, that this isn't even true. Like, they just see it, boom, repost, and then, like, you get all this misinformation yeah. bullshit. They uh, they think that, like, China and Russia, like, different countries, they pump that shit into our, uh, like, social media outlets and news outlets to confuse the population. So people can't... So you don't, like, during the election, you don't know what's right, what's wrong, who to vote for, like, because there's so much information, you don't know what's true, and then they pump up bullshit stuff, and then it just makes it that much harder. Oh, for sure. You shaking your head over there. What do you, what's popping well, in your I just, head? I just think of the, the saying, you can't fix stupid. Yeah, but it's crazy how stupid, like, people really are. But a, a lot of it, I don't think even comes down. I mean, a, a portion of it is stupidity, but a lot of it is just confusion. Yeah, peer manipulation. But yeah. they're manipulating People, by confusing the I hell mean, out of you. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Pick your poison. You know. I mean, they're both feeding you a line of bullshit, and you just kind of, you just you're kind you kind of have to pick. And yeah, it, and but you, that that's 
when is it enough is enough but we're like fuck this we're we're so advanced like why are we listening to all this bullshit like when is there going to be somebody that actually steps up like like when andy's talking about becoming president like when are we going to find more people that are like fuck this like enough of this 20-year terms like or just people staying in congress for their whole life and just like the when do we just say like when's the overturn of all that where we're like we need I, to change I this think shit. the only thing that could happen that would overrule that would be to be a complete gut of the of the government just literally have the entire country's population overthrow the government and restart because i think that's like the scariest uh most wild um not it's much pretty, it's not a, much uh like it's a wild uh, concept it, but they're like planning behind it but it's something that possibly would work like if things get worse i think it, there's a good like it might take a long time for it to pan out and play out the way we want it to but i think it is a possibility that it could work but it's just that they're the planning and stuff that would go into it there would probably be very little at first because people would just be you know freaking the fuck out and you have to remember too i mean this isn't like russia or north korea or china i mean those people have full reason to overthrow the government i mean they're they're treated like animals here i mean it, yeah we, i mean we still have a ton of freedoms and that's stuff. that's what i mean it would be hard to get that many people together because in retrospect when you look at it it's i mean they don't they don't treat us like that so i think a lot of people would have a hard time justifying overthrowing yeah, the government i think people are have. so comfortable even though your yes. lives aren't like or it could be a lot better they're so com- yeah better. yeah like but we have it better than any generation ever in the history yes. of the united states and anywhere else in the world so it's hard for people to comprehend like these freedoms that they're trying to take from you or the shit that they've been doing and taxing you on everything like people think ah oh, no it's fine it's fine it's fine just because we have it so good right now but the more they keep doing that maybe it takes another hundred years but eventually that shit's going to be gone because that's what they're doing they're just taking things slowly slowly one thing one thing after the other but i think people just think we have it so good that they don't think that's what's happening they don't want to accept that's what's happening well like even even my grandma feels the same way you know i told her that i don't trust the shot for for one reason or another i guess but i mean i was i didn't i didn't say it to her but i mean i again is it out of the realm of possibility that they just I mean everybody believes what they say right so i mean they could feed you a line of bullshit and you know 90 percent of the population is just going to go with it they as in the government yes yeah i mean <clears throat> i've been reading this book the gulag archipelago it's about uh it's this guy that worked uh he was in like the the soviet army and then he started writing about uh how he he wasn't agreeing with a lot of what Stalin was doing, so then they threw him in like these prisons, and then once he like was released, he made like basically a memoir of like what happened, and like this book was a huge reason that like the Soviet Union was taken down because nobody knew what was going on, like, and they were he talks about like how. Basically, the masses were all fooled into believing that what they were pushing was, like, right. What they were doing the right thing by going along with what Stalin was pushing. So, like, 
when you look at these doctors, like these couple that Rogan had on, like that Peter McCullough, and then there's one more uh, that they got banned from Twitter just for saying like facts about what they're seeing. And it's basically the, like the, it's the start of that. I mean, they're not, they're not getting thrown in jail for going against the mainstream idea of, like, COVID, but, we're like, they're doctors. Why are you silencing these doctors? They're literally banning them, taking their licenses away because they're, saying, they're going against the mainstream narrative. Like, that's, well, that's, I mean, that's creating a mass psychosis in this country, and that's exactly what they're pushing for. Well, yeah, I mean, they're doing it now, I mean... Look at all the people. I mean, I don't know. Is I'm not on most platforms, social media platforms, but um, like look at uh, Facebook for example. I mean, if you say anything that's too conservative, they'll they'll pull you. I mean, it's well, yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's the start of it. But again, it like I said before, it's it's hard to justify because for all the people who don't like that and don't want that, there's an equal number of people who think it's right and it's okay. Yeah, but that's exactly what, like, even Nazi Germany, Soviet Russia was doing, is that they had propaganda pushed through all the mainstream media outlets to make the masses believe that going along with the narrative is the right thing to do. Like, you listen to Jordan Peterson, and he talks, like, if this country was 1920s Germany, 99.9% of people would have been, like, considered Nazis, just for... Because you just play along with it, thinking that you're doing the right thing, like trusting these people, instead of like taking a step back and being like, okay, what's actually going on here? Which sounds like conspiracy all the time, but then sometimes it turns out it's not not conspiracy. But they so then some. It's but just, they used force back then too, and I think that was a factor. You know, almost almost like China or North Korea, where if you go against them. They'll kill you. They'll throw you in jail. But aren't they using force by silencing medical doctors? Yes. Yes. I mean, they're not. They're not forcing in in the way of like killing people and imprisoning people. But at the same time, they're starting that snowball of like we're gonna silence them because they're not going along with what we want them to say. Yes, and I think the only reason that. So if we keep it's because a, people aren't being killed or or thrown in prison, so I guess in a in a sense I think a lot of people think it's it's morally right to do that, which is not good. Yeah, but that's the start of it. Is yes, it I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think the only that's reason the, it hasn't come to a head yet is because is because of that. Because in a sense, nobody's getting hurt. <laughs> You right. know, they're not being killed, they're not being thrown in prison, you know, they're not being hung out in the streets, you know, so I think a lot of people are like, well, yeah, although it is wrong, I think a lot of people just kind of turn a blind eye to yeah. it, because because in reality, nothing is actually happening to them, other than being, you know, yoinked from these, these platforms. Slowly, though, it's a process. Man, oh, yeah. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're going to chip away for years and years and years, and... Just like in, in North Korea, I keep referencing North Korea because I've, I've been big into watching North Korean documentaries lately. I don't know why. But, um, no, I mean, they're just going to slowly chip away. People are going to either forget about it or get complacent with it, and they're going to start doing it to younger generations, and 
everybody who like in our generation understands what happened will get old we'll either pass away or we just we physically can't do anything anymore to prevent it and the new generation will come up thinking that that is is normal day life and and over the course of time it'll just it, it'll be the norm yeah you ever look at a light map of north and south korea Mm -mm. the differences it's a straight line like one is completely lit up and one is completely black it shows uh what is it what a communist or a socialist north korea is totalitarian communist so it shows them versus like uh whatever something south South korea capitalist country yes yeah it shows a difference and it like it's saying like here's what your freedoms are like they're using like light uh like I don't know possibilities, dreams like that kind, kind of like that reference. Well, like even in the documentaries I was watching, I mean, if you get into the country, if you can even get into it, like they, you are surrounded by guards. Yeah, there you go. You, yeah, they said it's one of the hardest countries to escape. Yes, because you are literally like under thumb. Like people, people are like like slaved into it. They perfect line. Yes, like even us, we could go there and boom, like vanish basically. Well. In that documentary I was watching, I think uh, I watched multiple of them, but they were all they were all European people. I think I think one group was all French or something like that. And um, when they went over there, I mean, they were surrounded by guards. They were not allowed to like go to a restaurant because actually there are no restaurants out there, and if there is, they're completely useless. Um, as far as what do you mean? Like like people literally live like dogs over there. Yeah. And the only thing they allow outsiders to see, you know, they'll take you to a fancy hotel and you can eat good food and but you are constantly surrounded by guards. Yeah. Um if you start asking too many questions, they'll tell you to stop and they'll threaten to put you in jail in which you can never leave because you are now in their country. Um and but um like Ain't that nuts. Yeah. Like they they showed a video this woman was supposedly directing traffic. And they have these they have these major highways and there's no cars, there's nobody actually driving anything over there. They have a woman directing traffic and there's no traffic. You know, they take you to a restaurant. Government jobs, buddy. Yeah. We'll provide for you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, there's nobody in hotels. You I mean, this one person had a secret body cam, they went to a, a restaurant or like a little mini mart or a Imagine slot. if they found that on you. Oh, yeah. You'd be most likely killed, actually. <laughs> if you're trying to put it out to the like public. They, like, any pictures or video you take, they actually have, like, government officials go through your phone or your, your camera or whatever. And, like, they'll... There was one guy that said that they made him delete pictures of the countryside. He, You know, they were taking a bus somewhere, and he took pictures of the countryside, and they made him delete them. You know, you cannot do anything We got it there. so bad here. Yeah, and... <laughs> I mean, it's like Soviet Russia, dude. It People... literally reminded me of Nazi Germany. Like, the only TV station they have is state broadcast. It's like a news channel. But that's, dude. People that's don't think that that TV. stuff's happening. They don't. They don't think that. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, like. That's why I think that's why it's so hard for people to comprehend when they try taking little freedoms from mm-hmm. us. It's like they would never do that. That won't like that doesn't happen. It's like that happens all over the world. People, like that oh, yeah. kind of shit is going on right now. It's it's crazy. Like. If you go outside, all you see are pictures of the two leaders, and they're treated as gods. You don't, like, religion is banned. You, the only one you can worship is the leader. Um, 
you go to like these two like 60 foot statues you buy plastic flowers you put them at the foot of these statues and then somebody said they literally watched somebody come and collect them all and put them back on a cart to be resold could you imagine being born into a city or a country like that i know and like the kids, they don't know any better. Yeah, that's what. I mean. like, and literally everywhere. Because how do music, you? There's how no do you such see thing as music. If you, they play. They, they they do it so well where that you can't see the outside world like so, through social media and stuff. Yeah. Where that's you, like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, that's like the remember in Nebraska. I was telling you about the book I was reading, and it was talking about risk versus luck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how both play a a factor. Like, you could take zero risk. And be like, this is a hundred percent, but you might be unlucky, and it's there's never like a zero percent risk, and how we have to like play luck into our decisions, oh, especially absolutely. financially, and how we need to be like like how lucky a lot of us are. It's like we how we were just born into this country. Like, yeah, I mean, if we really were is. born into like North Korea, like imagine like we wouldn't know what freedom even is because we. No. We're born under communism. So we would think that that's perfectly normal because yeah. the communists tell them that Americans are evil. You'd like, have to find happiness in that yeah. situation. Or is that what is happening here? That you, th- you know, you ever think of that? Like, that, Are we just played into that this is the right way? Like, No, dude. There's so many people that, why do we, so many people come here? They tell you how bad other countries are. Like, yeah. And we're able, we're able to look. We have the freedom to look at other countries and travel to other countries and see other countries. And if you notice, it's, I mean, I'm sure you all know, but the people who hate this country the most are the ones that, like, were born and raised here for many generations. Yeah. Well, yeah, Im- the, immigrants the who love come, coming here. Like, yes, absolutely. And I don't under I don't understand that. Like, you ask somebody who moved here from Europe or Australia or something, they're like, this is the best country, hands down. And then you ask somebody who was born and raised here, and they're like, this is a hellhole. And it's like, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, have you been anywhere else? Have you looked? I mean, that's I the thing too. Look, but... look at these people that are like talking shit on the situations that like on this life right now, this country. A lot of them, guarantee they've never traveled anywhere else. They've never seen how shitty other places are. No, they don't like, or they've never looked into how shitty other places are. Like yeah. you watching a documentary on that. You know how many people just don't even give a fuck to even look into it, and no. they don't just sit and complain about their situation right now. Well, and I think it's really narcissistic. I mean, it just kind of adds on. The whole world thinks that the U.S. is fucking terrible because, or not that they're terrible, but that we're so involved with ourselves that we like run the world and certain the world... cultures i think are but i think overall in general there's a like a majority of people would like to come here because of the oh, freedoms that we have i i agree but i think a lot of people also think like it is a good place to be but the world doesn't revolve around the states and i think a lot of people who are more or less really left i guess on the political scale are the ones who like really really push that agenda yeah like kyle uh, like you know liberal well they chains. think this place is so i am far from being left I re- where were we when somebody said something about that to you and you're like you went off you're like i don't you're like i'm not no fucking left swinger like just uh, i think it was at the bonfire on the fourth of july was it 
Probably. <laughs> we, I were don't me- we were messing with you, and you're like, no, 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 and you like, made your points of, oh, this is why I don't believe this. Yeah. How's your uh, How's your taxidermy stuff going? It's what, going like, pretty good. I mean, now that the seasons are all over. Yeah, I'm uh, very fortunate enough to have a lot of a lot of. Uh, Ten of Ben's deer. You can just I say mean, it. Not ten, but there's there's a good amount of deer there. Very fortunate this asshole pounded all these deer yeah. into my lap for my first year. I mean, you think about <laughs> the season that he had. Some people don't even get that in a lifetime of Dude, hunting. Dude, you, know, you fucking like, slayed yeah. him this year. Yeah, you should. T- I'll let you go on about this because uh, I. All right, so we cut out. So we got to start over. So start at the beginning, like the first buck you shot this year. All right, well, my season started in Wisconsin this year. I knew that I had several trips planned out of state, so I wasn't going to harvest any does. And I started getting pictures of a buck that I was calling the 18-pointer, telling all my buddies about it, telling them that that was the deer I was going to chase this fall. And then uh, I hunted them all the way to the end of October, never seen them, had very few pictures of them. And uh, finally, one afternoon sit, I ended up harvesting him I called Matt, was the first guy I called, and then I called Jake, and when I first called him Matt, I, all I had to say on the phone was, son of a bitch, he only has 17 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> and he's like, you got him, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I got him. So then uh, from there, I uh, we took a rifle trip to Nebraska, and I didn't have real high hopes going into it. We had uh, I bought two buck tags right away, and... Uh, opening morning we went in and right at first light I had a buck come in shot it didn't know what I really had I knew it was a decent deer and then another deer came in from the neighboring property and started goring it and I knew that was a shooter so I shot that one also and waited an hour and went down there and I had a 14 point and 11 point laying side by side both real nice deer that ended my first trip to Nebraska this year with two more bucks that were wall worthy. And then we went back for a muzzleloader hunt on a reservation hunt. And uh, we hunted hard for a whole week. We got some nice bucks and then on the very last morning I was able to shoot another buck. Out there that was a real nice 10 pointer. So. Uh, Kyle's got all four of them laying in his basement right now, and <laughs> he gets to mount all four of them in the off-season here and practice on his taxidermy <laughs> skills. So from, like, the first one to the last one, how, like, time-wise? Uh, it was October 30th to uh, December 9th or 11th, so... And then, that, I mean, people, like, most people would... That 17-pointer would be, like, the biggest deer they've ever shot. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, and then and even that ten in Nebraska, like I haven't seen it in person, but the pictures, I'd be like, yeah, I was like, like if I would have shot that, that by far. A lot of people be like, oh yeah, I shot a ten pointer or whatever, but like, it's not the fact that it was just ten points, like it was big. Yeah, it's a big ten pointer, like high scoring deer. Ben was just saying, sorry, Kyle just came back with the pizza. Uh, ben was just talking about the process of going through his like what he does to to get these deer. Did you go? Did you talk about how you got the ones in public? The ones in Nebraska. Yeah. Did like the. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Explain that, cause I haven't heard that story. How they, we left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
All right, so yeah, you're Nebraska muzzleloader. Yeah, I haven't heard this story yet. All right, so me and Kyle went in. Well, we started off, it was just a dough hole. It was just a dough hole. We and me, Jake, and Kyle walked in the first morning, and we scouted around this pond, and there wasn't any tracks around it. So we uh, we just figured, we just kind of wrote it off as there wasn't no deer. There's a water hole with mud all the way around. There ain't no deer tracks. So we walked the property, and we jump a pile of does the first couple days. And we're just like, well, this is fun, but all that's in here is does. And then we went in a... Another morning, we rattled some, and we finally seen a little buck. We're like, all right, there's some bucks in here. So, <clears throat> me and Jake went in one night, and we seen a couple good bucks take a trail a ways away. Too far to shoot. So then me and Kyle went in the next morning, and we seen a real big one take a trail. Same trail, but we couldn't get near it with the wind. So then the last morning, I went in on that trail we had a right wind and I sat it it's right by the pond that we rode off that didn't have any tracks by it and three bucks came through and I shot the biggest one of them three that morning that was our last morning and then Kyle ended up taking a doe that night and we headed her home does and hoes Nebraska 2021 <laughs> does does and bros oh no Kyle oh, no. got a doe and a hoe in Nebraska did you yeah, oh, were you not you're, listening to the where, story in the beginning? That's where you punched yes. the cougar take on me. <laughs> not in Nebraska, oh, but bad, close to bad. it. Oh, yeah, that was in yeah. South Dakota. <laughs> 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 what are you scared she's going to hear this? Chocolate, you out there? Knock it off. Would that be some shit if she heard this and all of a sudden? I remember that curly-headed fuck. <laughs> I remember that hog he had. Pretty sure Kyle will be getting a cougar tag every year he goes down there. <laughs> yeah, good. going going down, it's like you kind of. Were, I was a little nervous about like a little cougars and <clears throat> well. Are you talking about a little nervous about cougars in the bar or cougars out in the woods? No, cougars out in the woods—the ones that <laughs> rip your face off and. Leave you for the fucking crows. This one wasn't far from it. Oh, <laughs> oh she. She's a nice lady. Yeah. <laughs> How scared were you of the cougars? No, honestly, don't. It's lie. one of those things where you just get get worked up in your head. But as soon as you're out there and you're like... You wouldn't even sit by yourself. Yeah, I did. I did the... Uh, you wouldn't even sit by yourself? No. No, actually, I didn't I didn't sit by myself. But that wasn't because of the cougars. Like, the cougars, I feel pretty, like, confident about now. That's more or less, I have no idea where the fuck I am. Got no cell service. And I don't know the land. All right, I am just going to... Fair point, fair point. You don't ever think about the cougars till you're sitting by yeah. yourself. Then you'll start thinking about it because you got nothing better to think about. You're like, I knew going out there, you guys were all just fucking with Kyle and like the cougar, like how bad the cougars were gonna be. But then when I like that, was it the first or the second night? I sat with Kyle and we're sitting there waiting for you guys to come pick us up, and it is pitch black. You can't see a single thing, and it's like, you know, these fucking cats are like. 
you won't know until you're getting bit that it's there. And I'm looking at Kyle, and he's, like, from here to the wall away from me, and I'm, like, trying to just, like, see a silhouette of him, and I'm, like, I wouldn't want to be fucking out here by myself. Are you if, fucking if, kidding me? I say, if you can't see a silhouette of me, you're in deep shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of coyotes out there, too. When we were out there rifle hunting, we were telling Matt, about coyotes and how they'll just break out and like a whole pack of them and like minutes after we said it just this huge pack of coyotes let loose were they close close enough Gonna make the hairs on the back of your neck stand <laughs> oh up. yeah borchard started running i could see him across the public really borch did no he said he bought shit his pants because they were it sounded like they were and borch they were pretty... towards his way but they weren't that close but borch he said there's much lives outside he should be friends oh with no him. he's <laughs> Borch, I know you're listening. I know you're a chicken shit in the dark. Yeah, he does not like the dark. Yeah, Borch is he's Mr. Like, outdoors. He's like yeah. Kyle Kyle on ice, dude. No. I hate ice. Not a fan. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of ice. Dude, I don't even like riding my I want to be on ice. solid ground. I Me don't want to be in no goddamn water. One time I watched Borch pick out a fish out of the like Green Lake. Remember? It was like the 4th of July or something. And then we're in like Norwegian Bay. We're like, oh, there's, I think there's a fish there. Borch just like takes his hand and just stabs it in the water and pulls it out and I'm just like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> you remember in Florida when he was laying underneath that towel? We covered him in sand and he was underneath this towel, and he's like, I'm gonna catch one of them fuckers. All of a sudden, there's like a seagull, dude. A seagull? All of a sudden, we're throwing food by it. Hunter grabs onto this. He jumps out from underneath the the towel, grabs onto the seagull, and it's like. He's like going crazy, and he's got this fucker, and he's just like, he's looking at us, he, like Hunter, like, he, like we're just laughing his ass off, and then he's like, we're like, let it go, let it go, he lets it go. This guy comes up to him, he's like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Hunter could be on one of those like TV shows. I feel like he could go along with like, what's the Survivor Man or whatever, and he'd just be like. At home, I feel like. Just out in the woods. He could be the next Steve Irwin. Like, <laughs> yeah, Steve Irwin. Look over there. I don't know. I'm gonna I don't put my hand in I don't think Hunter respects the wildlife. Enough. No, that'd be the best part. He'd stick his hand right in the damn mouth of the thing. Well, apparently, neither did Steve Irwin because he <laughs> fucking died. No, <laughs> oh, well, true. You ever see a stingray's barb? How long they are? Yeah, dude. I feel like they're like a foot mm-hmm. long. No, I don't know if they're that long, are they? I don't know. I've seen a couple pictures on the internet, and everything you see on the internet is true. Well, I agree. (laughs) You were up. You guys are going gator hunting. Who wants to talk about that? Who's more excited here? Jake. Jake? I think. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited. What are you you most excited for? And, well, first give us a rundown of, like, what the trip is. Well, who's going, where you're going, what you intend to do. And then what you're most excited for. I'll ask you I, again. I pray if you guys get one, one of you makes a pair of cowboy boots out of that thing. <laughs> I think a lot of us want to. Have or you got... some pants. Some pants would be pretty cool, too. Before you start, pants. have you done this before? No. You... no. Okay. So what, like, what is, who's all going and what, like, what does gator hunting entail? Like, what, what do you well, do? Well, it's me, me, Ben, Josh. Can we say last names? Mm-hmm. Or not say last names? No name dropping. Was it Josh Wrights and Jordan Cook? Is that his last name? Driving down there. 20, what is it, 20 hours? Yeah. The Kissimmee. 
Kissimmee, Florida. That's where you're going? Well, that's where we're staying. Oh. Is it in, like, the Everglades, or? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if fucking Ben knows more about the trip than I do. We're so like, going down along. I'm just going by for Orlando. By Orlando? So then, like, what do you do for, like, a gator hunt? Like, is it, like, all ground hunting, or is it, like, hog hunting where it's out of a helicopter? Like, what do you do? I think we're going on a boat, I believe. I think you noodle for them, like catfish, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) You just stick your hand in the water with some chicken. (laughs) No, it's an airboat. You go out and you spot them. You'll see them surface on top of the water. And then, uh... You actually take a rod with a big snag hook and you'll cast when they sink where their bubbles are and you'll snag them and then you'll reel them in like you're reeling in a fish and fight them to the boat. Then you hand the rod off and you'll shoot them. So it's like fishing and hunting. Yeah. It's like swamp people. You ever watch swamp people? Yeah. Exactly it's like that. No, do you actually like, can shoot you... them with a gun or do you use, I think a boomstick would be cooler. You can do whatever you want. You can spear them, knife them. Boomstick them. Wrestle them. Or 12 inches in the Yeah, they got to be under the water to boomstick them, but that's how we're going to do our gators. And then uh, it's a hog hunt combo. So then the hog hunt, they actually go out with like a swamp buggy, like an off-road vehicle with dogs, and it's got like a shooting platform. It sits way up high, and then you go out, and you can either shoot at the hogs off of that or you release the dogs and bay it up, and then you can go in and knife it or spear it or shoot it, whatever you want to do to the hog too. So you, you can hear that, Jake? Whatever you want to do to the hog. <laughs> so you could get like a 10-foot alligator. Yeah, you can yeah. get whatever size you want, depending on how much you want to pay for it. Is there a minimum landing size? I don't believe so. We did a 6 to 9 feet is the price range we're going to shoot for. But if you, if you pay more, you, you can get bigger. I'm not sure how it works if you shoot one bigger than the size range you paid for, but we'll figure that out after we shoot it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There's no penalty. Shit, I'd take a bigger one. Well, they pick it out for you. Are you getting boots oh, or anything, man? I want to. I think me, I think the only ones that isn't are Ben. You're not going to get boots? I don't know what I'm going to do. It's... Can you eat the meat? Yeah, we'll bring all the meat home. It's really just the tail, right? Like you, I'm not sure how they quarter them up. They just said on the thing that they quarter them up for you. So I don't know if you get little legs or what you get. We should uh, we should do a tasting with that. Yeah. Do you have elk? You're gonna have elk, or do you have any? Yeah, I'll have elk. We should do like a we should do a cookout or something sometime. I got ram hog. That'd be kind of fire fun. Up, and just fire do like up a bunch the of, Yeah, we'll do. We could smoke some stuff. Well, the only thing I can contribute is uh, alcohol. I'll bring cigars or the nicest f- festival burger I can find. <laughs> <laughs> no, like all True. exotic True. meats. <laughs> exotic meat would be awesome. I got mystery meat that Quick Trip has. You never know what the fuck are Horse, them hamburgers. Kangaroo, cat. Never know. No, I think cats more than your Chinese rabbit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got a lot of rabbits in the backyard. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Jeremy Sears. You ever watch him? It's going to be me in about 15 years. Dude, he's a Jeremy Sears. He does a lot of like whiskey reviews, cigar reviews. That's his smoke. That's his uh, that's in his house. It's like a bedroom, but it's a smoke lounge basically. He's got uh, he those chairs are like where I got the idea of the chairs that I want. I don't think 
No, they're not that big. Not like a big, big freaking lounge chair. No, dude, we could fit four chairs in here. Four of them? We just have way too many people in here right now. If we only had four people in here... Six? Dude, I don't feel that bad. When no. you're trying to leave and, like... When you're trying to leave and do things, then it's tough. Actually, we could take this wall out and go to the next room. No, uh, this is fine. Four people is usually what we have. But I do like this. It's nice that these are on a swivel. We're able to, like... We're able... To, if you guys were... We don't have the video footage of this, but... There's only four of us. We could we could get two more headsets, I think. We could just get a different adapter. We're able to still hear. You don't want to hear the feedback and shit that's going on right now, but I don't hopefully know. Hopefully that's not like hopefully really hopefully you guys can't hear this feedback that we keep getting. I don't, we don't know where it's coming from. We've messed with all the dial. It just comes and goes. Like we didn't touch anything right there. Now it's gone. Hopefully that you guys aren't getting that. Jake, I see you know you got the headset on. You're not hearing that. Yeah. If, I, if I were to do what this Jeremy is doing, I think I know what my motto would be. Get your drink on, get your smoke on, go home with something to poke on. <laughs> I like your I shirt. Like I'd take that. I would, if that was like yeah, a I sign, if that was a sign or like a, something I could paint onto the wall, you sick. You might be able to get I might look at that. That'd be sweet to go with that. I like flag. a lot of. I like a lot of. What? Yeah. Like that as a flag would be sick. You know what else would be cool? Like a. You know, like them gun things that flip down on the wall. Like the they look like a picture frame, but it's guns and stuff in it. Oh, that'd that be, would. That'd be, be cool. Ass. Puts in my pistol. And... Only two. I should I should take a picture. We my step. But I'd get another one specifically if I got that, just to fucking put it in there. We have a we have a big gun safe in my house. I should take a picture. We got that thing almost entirely full. Where do you have it located in the house? We have it downstairs because the thing is like, dude, the thing's like a thousand pounds. Do you have like a? There's I've seen nowhere. Kyle about flip a car over. He could probably pick that safe up. He might, but we kept it downstairs. Do you have like a hideaway no key? Were, no, it's actually it's actually a keypad. What's the combination? A, I'm not telling you that. But it, it's six. No, do you digits. have like a hideaway key it's for like your digits. house? Like your last phone, couple of the phone number, or <laughs> address maybe. Hmm? It's my mom's birth. It's grandma's it's, birthday. No, it's not. No, it's none of that. Holy fuck, you guys are close. <laughs> no, it's not not even. It's a bolted to the ground. It is not bolted to the ground. Excellent. But. It would probably take about six people to get out. Well, of the there's house. five of us. Kyle's two. And so and the good. thing was, I mean, you'll probably help, right? No. The, the only <laughs> no. the only bad thing is, is your AR in it? Yes. My AR. I've got multiple shotguns in there, a couple of pistols. So what was it? Hey, what was going on with this guy that was selling all these guns? Uh his dad died. His dad died, and he didn't need them. His dad was like. I wouldn't say necessarily a collector because a lot of the guns that he had, he, he really didn't care about. Just an addict. Yes. Like, that's really what it was. And he did not take care of a lot of guns, but we had first dibs because my, my mom works with him. So we had first dibs. It was kind of nice, but his dad, most of the guns were actually wanted to show or, you know, like a bar drawing or something. So they weren't even used. No, I have, I, I mean, I got a 20-gauge Winchester X uh, that still had the packing oil on it. He had never gotten it out and shot it. I mean, I, how I much? Two hundred bucks. And you just got a bunch of guns. Yeah, I mean, pistols. Uh, he had a beautiful three. Uh, what the hell was it? I, I can't remember. But he had multiple guns that were 
extremely nice. Unshot, you know, they weren't shot yet. They still had, you know, a lot of the guns still had this, the packing oil on them from when they were shipped. I mean, it, and we, I mean, we made a killing. We just went in there, cleaned house. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we went in there, and I, I would argue that, I mean, most of the family went in there, but I would argue that most of us went in there and spent like a thousand bucks. I mean, this dude had like over 50 guns to choose from. Pistols, shotguns, rifles, just about anything you can imagine. I bought a, I bought a really nice um, Thompson Center Omega muzzle loader, stainless steel, stainless steel barrel. I got that for 200 bucks. It was unshot. I mean, it. I can't remember. Oh, it was like a green wood grain. That's nice. Yeah, I was gonna take it out this season for muzzleloader, but I filled up all my tags and. You did. I didn't, yeah. Really? Yeah, I shot three does. By op- opening weekend. By your grandparents there? No, no. Up uh, north? N- no, we rent Turner. land. Turner. We rent land by uh, Nesh Coral. Okay. Yeah. So. Garbage. Yeah, I went up there and. It was nice. There were no. I didn't see any bucks, but they were all very, very nice, big, mature does. That's good though. Got so, some meat. Oh yeah. Did you take your meat in then, or do you? Absolutely not. Oh, you do it all. Yep. With like your family, you just sit there and process it all, or? Yep. We'll get over the family at the farm, and then we'll lay out a couple plastic tables, and we'll basically just. That's a good way. To, that's a good way to do it. That's um, how board trains do it. Too. We don't really get. I mean, a little bit of the meat we might what? send in. Well, yeah, it's tough. I mean, well, yeah, you gotta clean them up or whatever. But do you do you take the meat in after it's cleaned up? No, nope. I'll, uh, we might take in a few pounds for like hot sticks, but really, we'll leave the back straps whole. We'll put them in like a stew or something, or just cook them up as is, cut them up and cook them. Um, I would say ninety to ninety-five percent of it, we just cut real thin. We have a dehydrator at home, and we just make jerky. Really, put it into a big gallon bag and. You know, take it to work. That's with my you. favorite way, I think. Yeah. I I love I jerky. honestly would rather have yes. all my deer and jerky than make like back straps and shit. Although yeah. the back straps and tenderloins I have for mine They're good. And we I'm, don't Anna's don't... gone all week, so I think I'm just gonna be eating that the rest <laughs> of the week. Yeah, we don't cut we don't usually cut those up for jerky. We'll save them for either fillets or yeah, yeah, or yeah. to cut them up and maybe put them in a stew or something, but the rest of it we'll just Cut it, you know, fairly thin. Throw it in the dehydrator. Does, uh, and does, just use it for a snack. Does Grandma make killer uh, venison recipes too? So, oh yeah, so, so, she she makes uh, she makes killer shit on a shingle. Oh, it's phenomenal. Shit on a shingle? What's You've that? never had that? Big no. Kyle probably knows what that is. Oh He's hell got yes, that. dude, it's phenomenal. What is it? It's chipped venison in like this. I'm calling this, this episode shit on a shingle. Yeah. That's 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 what we've always called it. I've had it since I was little. It's a piece of toast. You put a little butter on it, and then my grandma makes like this gravy. It's got corn, peas, and then chipped venison in it, and then you just ladle it over a piece of toast. It's phenomenal. You can add you know a little salt and pepper, maybe a little garlic salt, onion powder, dude. Awesome. Did you bring them? them things to jake's they're like little sausages type deals yeah oh them were good which ones little snacker plates mm-hmm. or whatever i think those i sa- sweet and spicy oh yeah fucking fire. i think i sat at that thing and ate like half the bowl <laughs> i'm not even kidding all of a sudden i'm like looking around i'm like i've been standing here for a long time eating these things these are fucking delicious <laughs> i forget where your night was going <laughs> 
Just like, I was here to socialize until I found these. Supposed to be talking to people, but I'm just sitting here mowing <laughs> down these little sausage links. Them things were delicious. Would you get them down at Brandon? Yeah, Brandon Meats. Those are good. Good time at New Year's Eve at your house, too. That was fun. It's always usually a good turnout, too. And, like, your basement isn't too small that everyone's, like, on top of each other, but it's not too big where you lose people. It's, like, the perfect, like... Mingling spot. Yeah. Where I, you, I think it you can have separate good. conversations, but at the same time, you can get everybody into one conversation. Is the last one in, Kyle? Yep. All right. Yeah, I thought that was a good turnout. We actually were not expecting that many people to come, I don't think. We were like, 10 people were going to come, like 20-some people were probably there. It was good, though. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I did not want to go out or, like, do a big thing for New Year's, but that was, like, perfect. We didn't watch the fucking ball drop or anything. No, we didn't. No, we didn't either. My grandma always makes a killer meal for New Year's. Yeah, What'd she make? Lobster. Oh, yeah, dude. Lobster, crab, scallops, steak. Dude, it was awesome. Where does she get the lobster from? Uh, I think she gets it from Festival. Yeah, lobster tails, crab legs, scallops. Scallops, I would say, are probably my favorite. My that dad loves tail. lobster tail. Every once in a while, like... What's your favorite seafood? Seafood? Uh, mahi, mahi. I've Tuna? never had it. I've heard it's good. No. Oh, it's a fish. I don't think it's a tuna. Well, if you're not I've... too hungry, do you just order one mahi? Mahi. Mahi, mahi. All right, they come sorry, in, that, they that come really in like a walleye. It looks that like a, a walleye. That was a dad joke. Yeah, like it was. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> that was a good dad joke, though. I'm no, not they too come hungry. In, it looks like a walleye mahi. strip, like a filet. Yeah, I think I, I got you. Kyle, what's yours? You like seafood? I like, well, into salmon. The mic, into the Salmon's mic. my go-to. Salmon? Yeah. Smoked salmon is really good. Yeah. I do like that. I like, I like smoked, smoked, smoked trout as well. Smoked trout is, is Smoked salmon good. is pretty good. What's yours? Any kind of sushi. Is that a seafood? Ugh. Ugh. You sick bastard. Dude, I fucking hammer sushi. Actually, I don't think I can't get past that nasty shit that it's wrapped in. What? Dude, have you had, like, what kind of sushi have you had? Like, a California roll with that black, whatever, that eel or whatever the hell that shit's wrapped in? I don't know. You got to go to an actual restaurant and get sushi. I I don't know. I'd rather have, I like lobster tail and scallops, dude, are my go-to. Scallops, I don't like those. No? I've never had uh, sushi, though. It just... I'm a big texture guy. I don't like texture. No, there that's, there's that's, a place in Appleton. Well, there's a couple of them, but the best Nakashima? one I've been no, the best one I've been to. I'd have to ask Anna for the name, but it was like twenty five bucks for all you can eat, and it was just all like Japanese food or whatever. And I got I ate seventy some pieces of sushi, and you can get all different rolls. Oh, I went nuts. I could I I had to get carried out stretcher. It was just like Gino's. It was awful. Were they starting awesome. to get pissed when you started eating? More no, no. Than what she you said, for? Oh, "When I said that, that's it." She's like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to remember, those people aren't. I mean, they have a serving size like three rolls per person, and that fills you up. They aren't used to the big old American. We'll have to try that sometime. I've never had sushi. Hundred percent. What's your favorite seafood? Well, sushi and seafood. But seafood's in sushi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's why I was wondering. Like, is it considered a seafood? Because, like, it's, what is? It's like a Japanese food, but but what is sushi? There's like? everything. Like, it's 
do everything. It's just rice, usually with a vegetable, cucumber chunk or something in there. And isn't the with, fi- isn't the, with it, it, sushi? Well, sushi has seafood in it, so it'll be like a piece of cucumber and tuna or salmon. But or it's scallops. raw. I was it's gonna raw, say, right? isn't it raw? You can get raw, cooked, deep fried. Really? Deep yeah. fried's the best, dude. See, you love it. No, you love it. That's spoken well, like then, a true Wisconsinite, because I'd rather go out and just have deep fried perch with fries. Well, they got yeah. a Wisconsin roll where we go where it's got brat, really? mustard, ketchup, Whoa. all okay, in we're the going, rice. We're going. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought it was like a piece of raw fish with like kelp on it or something. Yeah, like that's piece what of I coral on the side a, or something stupid. A piece stupid. of raw fish in a roll of Oh, sticky rice. Yeah, I thought it was like a jellyfish or something. And then a fucking piece of seaweed you found on the beach and wrapped it up with. I mean, for Christ. It it doesn't sound appetizing to me. It's a starfish wrapped in a jellyfish or something. Now you get me me a crustacean that hangs out at the bottom of the ocean, a nice little water bug, and then boil it and then take the fucking shell off, and you got yourself a fucking exquisite meal. (laughs) So what's your favorite seafood? Uh, Uh... I'll eat just about any type of seafood. I'd say scallops is right up there. Hmm. Probably near the top. You like mussels or oysters? Oh, yeah. I eat the shit out of I I like oysters. to have a can of uh, the, the smoked oysters that they come in a can or whatever on a Crackers. cracker. Oh, oh hell yeah. yes. Oh. I made the mistake of eating a whole tin of those once oh, after yeah. a night of drinking, and I puked it up. That yeah, wasn't good. I had a little accident with them also. But I still love them. Oh, yeah. They make a good snack. I like the taste of them. Smetty, what about you, you picky eater? <laughs> the only seafood I'll eat is probably deep fried shrimp. Bluegill. Bluegill. I'm a big lake guy, like bluegill, perch, and uh, fresh water. You'd like, <laughs> mahi, you'd like the mahi mahi then. That's pretty much what, what it you is. You like smoke, smoke salmon? Like, I've never had it. I've never had it. I have no idea. Smoke salmon. You'd like phenomenal. that. This is what I'm talking about. We need to just, like, all bring these certain foods and just have a little meat cookout here. Because I'm picky like like that, where it's like... I'm I'm pretty sure I'm more pickier than you. Yeah, Yeah, but if you you just like the fried stuff like that, that's what I like, and mahi, you like mahi. I think salmon is is good because... It's just a type of fish that's in the ocean. And they they fry it up like... fried? Yeah, I like perch. Well, everything's fucking good deep fried. Mm -hmm. I think think salmon is so good, especially for somebody like like jaybird over here because it's not flaky it's more steak and it's not white it's it's pink so it it doesn't really it's really mild especially when you smoke it you get more smoke flavor than anything else yeah, it's like a smoky meat yeah it, it's more steaky i guess i don't know how else to put it it's not it's not like a fish it's, it's between a steak and a fish it's not like it's not like tough like a steak can be but it's not like a perch either yeah, yeah. We have that cookout. Kyle should bring some of that possum over. He's always making. <laughs> I'll bring some possums too. No, po- I don't. I can't say that I would want to try possum. I will tell you, I've never ate a possum. Don't ever plan to. But my brother freaking eats squirrels all the time. Oh yeah, I've had squirrel. I got, I got, I got a good story here for you guys. <laughs> Go so, ahead, shoot. So one day I'm at work and I get a, a text from my brother. Well, I, I normally don't look at my phone right away, and all of a sudden he's calling me, and I was like, what the heck's going on? Because he's on winter break, and uh, 
it was like 10 minutes till break and i was like well he can wait till break well he's calling me again so finally i was like i'll just answer it so i answer it i was like what's going on he's like somebody stole my uh gas can i was like what are you talking about well he's down in the woods trying to clear out some buckthorn and he took the utv down thought he had the gas can with him and he goes to fill up the uh, brush cutter and he can't find the gas can so he's flipping out well where we live did we, he just leave it at home well, just hang on here. Okay, okay. Where we, where we live, like, down the road, is it's a halfway house. Like, convicts live there. In his mind, he's like, he kind of was like, well, we live on a dead-end road. Literally anyone can come take it. And uh, so he's like, goes to the neighbor's house and knocks on the door. And he's like, hey, did you see anyone come by here recently? And she's like, no, I haven't been up that long, but uh, I haven't seen nothing suspicious. So... He just is like, well, I'm going to file a police report. Meanwhile, here, here's one of those stuck-ons, or you can't why, fix why stupid. Why did he just go from Dude, zero to I was just telling him, like, Al is one of the smartest kids when it comes to reading out of a book, but common sense, common sometimes, sense yeah. he struggles. Yeah. So, so you would think you'd go up to the house and check to make sure, oh, I didn't leave it in the shed or something. Naturally, most people would. No, this guy right away, I'm going to file a police report. So he goes and files this police report. And the officer comes on out. My brother goes on up to the shed. Here it's sitting in the shed. So he tells the officer, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, my gas can's still here. And, and, you know, like, there's no reason for you to come out here. I, I well, hope the officer called him a retard for doing that. No, he's like, it happens all the time. Don't worry about it. So that just goes to show you how many people out there are. Well, yeah, raise Al's taxes. He just made a no. nine call. Anyway. Listen, so right, the brother, officer, the officer comes on up to the house and he goes, "Is somebody hurt out here?" And my brother's like, "No, why?" He's like, "Well, look at all the blood in the snow." My brother's got a big. You should have st- come out of the house limping, be like, "Oh, the fucker shot me!" Is <laughs> it work? My brother's got this big stump with a hatchet where he butchers all these squirrels and all the squirrel bloods on the <laughs> thoryard. <laughs> Meanwhile, so, Kyle lives in the hit, the sticks. Like, oh yeah, for he's sure. He's just assuming what is going on with this young kid out here. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like you're lacking common sense. You're not helping yourself because you got all this blood all over the place. <laughs> I hope Connie came out and told the officer he was a little loopy. They don't know what he's getting into. Oh no, he forgot he's his a... meds. There's another time where he he uh, started the gas can on fire and. Uh, <laughs> He's definitely afraid of it, of of gasoline now. Like he had the no, gas and fire are a perfect mixture. Well, he had the he had the the again. full the whole gas can, and he put it like too close to the flame, so it started melting the gas can, and the things like expanding, expanding, expanding. He's like shitting himself, so he just takes a shovel and just starts burying this gas can. He's got himself a little homemade napalm bomb going on. <laughs> Keep going, so, God. Keep going. I mean, he's he definitely uh, is starting to, to learn some common sense stuff, buddy. I think he's learning the hard way. Right. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. I got to piss. Are you? Is it going right now? Oh yeah. All right, so I'm smacking on a bearded clam. <laughs> all right we gotta we gotta cut it we've been having 
We've been having some technical difficulties. Again. Again. Like every 30 episodes so we have. So we're going to a... Com- the next one will be on a completely new um, we recording. We were talking about seafood, right? Re- Smacking on a beer. No, clam. We, were, we ended on Kyle's uh, Kyle's story. We're going to have to end it on there. Hope We're going to have messed up editing. So sorry for the end of it. Hopefully we can put together the rest of the last hour and a half and it comes out all right. I think we had a good amount of conversation, so... Thank you guys all for being a part of it, and thank you guys for listening. We'll have this one posted within the next week, and hopefully another one up soon after that. Remember the motto, get your drink on, get your smoke on, go home with something to poke on. We love y'all. <laughs>